0: If you're a Kia K5 GT and Kia Forte GT owner, this is your reminder to breathe. See that sophisticated interior? Enjoy those sensations. And now, imagine how you look from the outside. And that speed that only a Kia GT sedan can give you. Sorry, I can't help but get excited.
1: For those lives full of thrilling emotions, the all-powerful, all-fun Kia GT sedans. Kia. Movement that inspires. Limited inventory available. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely.
2: The Johnson's Wax Program with Fibber McGee and Molly. The makers of Johnson's Wax products for home and industry present Fibber McGee and Molly with Bill Thompson, Gail Gordon, Arthur Q. Bryan, and me, Harlow Wilcox. The script is by Don Quinn and Phil Leslie. Music by the King's Men and Billy Mills Orchestra. I've heard women say that putting Johnson's glow coat on kitchen linoleum is just like letting a little more sunshine in. And that's true, too. Johnson's self-polishing glow coat makes a kitchen brighter and more cheerful. That hard, gleaming glow coat surface reflects the light, makes linoleum colors brighter, adds sparkle and shine. And glow coat is so easy to use, too. You merely apply and let dry. There's no rubbing or buffing. Dust, dirt, and spilled things can be wiped up with just a whisk or two of a damp cloth. Your linoleum will stay new-looking if you use Johnson's self-polishing glow coat. Hard shoes can't scuff or wear linoleum if you keep a gleaming, tough, protective film of wax on your floors. Let glow coat take the punishment and make your kitchen bright, clean, and shining at the same time. Use Johnson's self-polishing glow coat to protect and to bring out the beauty of your home.
3: Look on the bright side, shine up the right side, bring out the beauty of the whole.
2: The newsreels won't cover it, the society reporters will ignore it, so you'd never hear about it if we didn't tell you that this is the night that the No Holds Barred Root Beer Checker and Insult Club holds its regular meeting at 79 Westful Vista with Dr. George Gamble and Mr. Fibber McGee in attendance. And here, getting ready to call the meeting to disorder, are Fibber McGee and Molly.
4: Now, let me see.
5: I got ashtrays, checkerboard and checkers, glasses for the root beer, salted peanuts, scorecard, towel. What do
4: you need the towel for?
5: Mop up with Doc always starts arguing and banging his fist on the table The root beer slops around like Lake Erie in a high wind And I have to mop up (laughs) Very touchy guy, Doc is
4: I've always considered Dr. Gamble a very even-tempered man
5: Him? Even-tempered? Ha, he goes to pieces like a club sandwich with a loose toothpick (laughs) Hey, what else do we need here?
4: Card table? Card
5: table. I knew there was something on I, I could. put
4: it out for you this afternoon. Oh, it's behind the big chair there. I tried to put it up, but one leg sticks a little.
5: Well, thanks, kiddo, but I can handle it. Ah, uh, let me
4: see.
5: This one leg always did stick a little, if I remember correct.
3: Now, come on, baby. Come on. Open up.
5: Oh! Oh. <laughs> Busted her off, clean as a whistle. Well, there goes the old card table, Snooky.
4: You know, it's too bad it isn't a little lower and round. Then if we lived in the country and had a cow, we could use it for a milking stool. (laughs) If we knew how to milk.
5: Well, there's no use trying to fix a new leg onto tonight. I'll fix it tomorrow. Maybe I can catch Doc Gamble on the phone before he leaves home and ask him to bring his card table with him,
4: huh? Sweetheart. Huh? I've got a TL for you. Huh? This is Dr. Gamble's card table. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) You borrowed it for our last bridge party, remember?
5: Oh, my gosh, it is at that. Oh, oh, and you know how unreasonable Doc is about stuff of his that I borrow and bust. <laughs> I better get this dad rat-a thing fixed before he gets there. He's liable
4: to... Oh, my gosh, is that Doc? Don't let him in. I told him to be here at 8 o'clock and it ain't 8 yet. Time to go away. He's got no right to trap me like oh, this. Oh, relax, dearie. It's only Mr. Wimple. Oh. Come in. Oh, hello, Mr. Wimple. Hi, Wimp. Hello, folks. <laughs>
3: I'd invite
5: you to stick around and bat the fat kid, but I'm expecting Doc Gamble for our regular checker
4: game. How are things
6: at your house, Mr. Wimple? Oh, about as usual, Mrs. McGee. (laughs) I had a little incident yesterday with Sweetie Face. You mean? Yes, my big old wife. (laughs) You see, Sweetie Face was practicing her weightlifting, and I said, what are you doing, honey? (laughs) And she said, I'm practicing my weightlifting. And I said, my goodness, I said... You do that every time you get out of a chair.
3: Oh, my. Yes.
6: yes. And then when I regained consciousness again, she had left the room. <laughs> so, <laughs> I bolted her 200-pound barbell to the floor.
5: A situation fraught with peril, if I ever heard of one. What ensued, Wallace?
6: Well, it was very interesting, Mr. McGee. yeah. Sweetie Face came in, flexed her biceps, adjusted her gym bloomers, and tried to pick up the barbell. She tugged and tugged and tugged, and she couldn't raise it an inch. Wow! Then she took a deep breath, gave a terrific heave, and suddenly, with a horrible snapping sound, it gave way. Wow!
4: The barbell or the floor? Her girdle. My
5: gosh!
6: Yes. Sweetie Face hasn't been let out so fast since the Girl Scouts found her smoking cubebs in her pup tent. <laughs> well, I've got to be going. Out, goodbye. Show on.
5: Ah, good old Wimp. I'll bet he dreams up half of them gags with Sweetie Face.
4: Did you ever meet her, McGee? They say she's really a fine figure of a woman.
5: Fine figure is right. She looks like a square root. <laughs> Dog gunner, what am I going to do about this card table, Molly? If Doc finds out it's busted. Oh, hey, I know. Yeah? Yeah, look. I'll be sitting at the table when Doc comes in, see? I can hold the busted side up with my lap, see? He'll never know the leg has gone off it, see? But
4: heavenly days, McGee. You two sometimes play checkers for three or four hours. Yeah, I know. You can't prop that table up with your lap for that long. Oh, well, maybe not, but I gotta
5: try. I gotta bluff it through some way. Listen,
4: why don't you just tell him you broke it and offer to pay for it? Why do you always have to do everything the hard way?
5: Admit to Doc that I busted his precious card table? I <laughs> ain't that big a fool, Tootsie. He'll tell us he paid a fortune for the debt.
4: Well, decide on your story, oh. dearie. That must be him. Uh, let
5: me get set down, Okay. Shove the table over onto my lap. Like this? No, no, no. The other way. So I'm holding up the bum corner. That's it. Okay. Let him in.
4: All right. Let him in. Come in. (laughs) Oh, hello, Dr. Gamble.
5: Hello, my dear.
4: Oh, hi, Doc.
5: Old man. All set up and waiting for you. Come on over and sit down. boy. Well, how's everything, Doc? (laughs) Everything copacetic at the old splint foundry? (laughs) Hey, Doc. (laughs) Are you sure you feel like playing checkers tonight, my boy? You appear a bit feverish. What are you trying to do, snide wide? Save yourself a beating? That does it, muscle bustle. I'm going to pin your ears so far back you can hear your spinal cord unraveling.
4: May I take your hat,
5: doctor? Huh? Oh, oh yes, thank you, Molly. It is usually the host who leaps up and greets his guest for the evening at the door. But not Sonny Boy. He thinks politeness is effeminate. Is it true, tallow bottom? Ooh.
3: (laughs) Is it
5: true that the citizens of Peoria got together and burned down the barn you were brought up in?
3: No, it isn't.
5: And if you want to play checkers, get with it. Come on, play checkers. That's a strangely sensible suggestion coming from you. Let's go. Which color you want, red or black? I'll take black.
4: McGee. The visiting player has the first choice of color.
5: Since when? Since the game was first invented by the ancient Egyptians some 2,000 years ago. Oh, 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 you play the old rules. Okay, that's all them out. All right. There's black. Yeah, there's a red. There's another one of your black. There's black. Okay. All uh-huh. right. That's him. All right, pigeon, your first move. Yeah. And look, sit in the middle of the table, will you? You make me nervous, all twisted over at the corner like Well, uh,
4: you see, Doc... Well, you see, Doc... Can... I'll tell him, Molly. All right. But
5: tell me what? Uh, that's what I want to know. Well, well, the fact is, Doc, I, I got to sit this way. I, I accidentally sat on the ice pick this afternoon.
3: <laughs>
5: now, Molly told me to watch out for it, but I didn't get the point till later.
3: <laughs> well, here we go, that's
5: all. I move here. And I move here. Right. I move. I move. I move. I move. There.
3: <laughs>
2: the orchestra and what will I do?
5: Seven games, Molly. Four for me and three for the doctor. What do you mean, three for me? It's four for me. I won that last game. You did? Yeah. Oh, my gosh, of course you did.
3: (laughs) Ha-ha. I put it down in the wrong column.
5: (laughs) Sorry, old man. It's quite all right, old man. I wouldn't have mentioned it except that you're as crooked as a crankshaft, and I wouldn't trust you any further than I could... Somebody at the door, Molly. Get it, will you? Why don't you get up and answer it, you lazy rum dummy? You're glued to that chair? For two hours, you've sat there like a spider with the cramps, letting Molly run errands for you. Oh, neither of us ever goes to the door, oh, we Doctor.
4: Don't go all. We always just holler, Come in. Oh, it's Mr. Williams,
5: the weatherman, boys. Do come in, Mr. Williams. Thank you, Mrs. McGee. Hi, foggy old man. You know Doc Gamble, I hope. Yes, indeed. Good evening, Doctor. Hello, Williams. You'll excuse our genial host for not rising to greet you. He comes from an old family of
3: squatters.
4: (laughs) He
5: knows his rights. Oh, yeah, well,
4: I... Hasn't it been a nice day, though? You're certainly doing a wonderful job on the weather lately, Mr. Williams. It's been simply delightful.
0: I'm glad you like it. Personally, I'm getting a little bored. Yeah? Uh, I sometimes wish I were back with my crew charting weather conditions in the Brazilian jungle. Brazilian jungles, eh?
5: Never been in Australia myself. (laughs) Never been in a geography class either, apparently. Run into any trouble down there, Williams? Well, yes, a bit. Headhunters, you know. Oh, Oh,
4: heavenly days. Weather charting must be pretty dangerous. I'm glad McGee doesn't do that kind of work.
5: What would headhunters want with him? (laughs) They'd take one look at that silly-looking cranium and
0: start seeking honest employment.
3: (laughs) Did they get any of your crew,
0: Williams? Yes, yes, they did. They captured a lad named Budkin who worked with us and marched him into the jungle. Wow. They were Hivaro Indians, the ones who shrink human heads. Oh,
4: shrink their head. Goodness, how
3: horrible.
0: Yes, we found him 18 days later, unharmed, except that his head was shrunk to the size of an apple. Oh. Not a Baldwin. He still had his hair. Turned to the States, he made so much money in sideshows and movies that he became quite wealthy.
5: What's money when you got a head like an apple?
3: <laughs>
0: Look who's asking. But it didn't stay such a small size, strangely enough. No. No, he went to Hollywood and they made such a fuss over him that his head swelled to even larger than its original dimensions. Oh, uh, by the way, Doctor. Yes? I do dislike to break up your check again, but would you come over to my house next door for just a few moments? Well, can't it wait for you? We were just starting the game. No, I'm afraid not, McGee. I have several guests waiting for me to carve the turkey for dinner. Oh. And I don't know where to make the incision.
3: Where's
5: my medicine bag? Oh, here it is. I'll be back shortly, McGee. Come on, William. Your
0: usual fee, of course, Doctor. Uh, Good night. Uh Oh. (laughs)
5: I'm glad to get Doc out of here for a minute. My legs are so sound asleep, my calves are snoring. (laughs)
4: Here, let me hold this table while you get out and stretch
5: a little. Thanks. Is that better? Ah, boy, that is better. Boy, what a relief. By tomorrow, I'm going to have a couple of charley horses so bad, I'll have to use blinkers and a whip to get myself down to the Elks Club.
2: Hello, folks. Oh, Uh, dear. I was just passing... Hey, what are you looking so startled for? (laughs) Just me, Wilcox, the kid with the product.
4: (laughs) No, we thought it was Dr. Gamble, Mr.
3: Wilcox.
5: He went next door a minute to open up a turkey. (laughs)
3: <laughs>
2: the best straight line I ever had in my life And I don't know what to do with it <laughs> You're not bowling tonight, pal? Nope, no bowl tonight, pal
4: This is this checker-playing night with Dr. Gamble, Mr. Wilcox They've just finished...
2: Answer the phone, will you, Omaha? It's right behind you, guys. Okay, pal McGee's residence Dr. Gamble, no, but he'll be back very shortly
4: Get the number, Mr. Wilcox, and we'll have him call back Yeah
2: Who's calling, please? Who? Mrs. Clatterhatch. Oh,
4: hurry. Oh, tell her
2: Doc Gamble calls as soon as sh- he gets sh- back sh- 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 I can't hear. Okay. Oh, what was that, Mrs. Clatterhatch? Backache and general weariness? Huh? Sure. Well, I'm not a doctor, Mrs. Clatterhatch, but I know what a lot of women do for oh, that.
5: What does he mean? They eliminate
2: that old fashioned down on the knees floor scrubbing. Oh. What do you mean, how? Don't you know about Johnson's self polishing glow coat? Oh, this is malpractice. <laughs>
4: Well, if the sales figures are any criterion, Dr. Wilcox has a pretty large practice. Huh? The company told me... Well, here's how
2: it. it works, Mrs. Clatterhatch. With glow coat, you just pour a little out on your linoleum, spread it around with a long-handled plier, and let it dry 20 minutes or less to a beautiful glittering sheet of protection. Yeah. No rubbing, no buffing. Why, certainly, Mrs. Clatterhatch, it's Johnson's glowcoat G-L-O-C-O-A-T. That's right. And, and another thing, Mrs. Clatterhatch, it helps restore the yeah, color, yeah, yeah, no, and no, no. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Waxy, hang up. Oh, all right. Uh, I'll have the doctor call you, Mrs. Clatterhats. What? Oh, you're quite welcome. Goodbye. Dear, dear. Gee, imagine a housewife not knowing about coat these days.
4: Oh. Mr. Wilcox, aren't you getting on dangerous ground prescribing for backaches over the telephone?
2: Nope. I've not only prescribed, I've cured them. Thousands of them. Well, I knew a guy had a backache that you couldn't have cured. It was organic. Organic, eh? Yeah, he was an
5: organ grinder. <laughs> <laughs> thing for 15 miles every day gave him such a crick in the back he had to wear pontoons on his suspenders.
3: Crick in the back? (laughs) You know
2: that you know that reminds me of my uncle Big Steinway Wilcox. He was a piano mover. Grand upright character.
3: (laughs) What happened
4: to him Mr. Wilcox? Well
2: he took the job because he loved music. Had a wonderful voice as good as Carmen Lombardo any day of the week. (laughs) Then, then he had his accident. Yeah. A piano fell on him from a thirteenth floor window.
4: Heavenly day. That's an
2: unlucky number of floors to have a piano fall on you from. Well, you know what? What? Ever since then, he sings flat. Ooh. Well, I better get back to the office. See you later, folks.
4: Get that table back in your lap, dearie. Dr. Gamble may be back before yes, you know. Yeah, I'd
5: like to stretch my legs as long as I can. I'm stiffer than a neck at a tennis match. I must... Oh, my gosh. Here he comes. Oh, wait, Doc. Don't oh, come in yet, Doc. Oh. Hi,
7: mister.
5: Oh, well, I'll be... <laughs> Hi, Teenie. Hello, Teeny. Hi,
7: Miss McGee. Oh, well, I thought
5: you were Doc Gamble, Teeny. Gee,
7: I don't know why. He's lots better than me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he isn't half
5: as cute, too, either. Hey, uh, where are you going, Molly? I'm
4: going out and make you boys some sandwiches. Oh. Make yourself at home,
5: Jeanie.
7: <laughs> Thanks, Miss McGee. Ah, oh, there goes a good kid. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what you doing, mister? Hmm, Watch it. I and Doc
5: Gamble are playing checkers, sis. You know, checkers, of course.
7: Oh, sure I do, I betcha. Mm-hmm. Willie Toops went horseback riding in the woods last summer, and he came home just covered with checkers.
5: <laughs> <laughs> covered with checkers?
7: Sure. They put turpentine on him and alcohol and everything. Yeah. Willie says they dig right into your skin.
5: Oh, well, those are chiggers, sis.
7: Huh? Hmm? Chiggers. Why? Who's
3: coming? No. <laughs> I mean, what
5: Willie had was chiggers. These are different. These are just little round pieces of wood painted red and black. Here, take a good look at one of them.
7: Oh. <laughs> yeah. No legs. No. <laughs> Oh, these things wouldn't bite anybody, I bet you.
5: Why, certainly not. Perfectly
7: harmless. Oh. <laughs> <Huh>? oh boy. <laughs> Have I ever got the goods on Willie, though? He thinks he got bit all over with little round pieces of wood.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
7: <laughs> He'll buy my sodas all spring, or I'll tell everybody in the third grade. huh. And it won't be long, either. Spring is almost here, you know.
5: Oh, you think so, eh?
7: Sure. I was passing your house this morning, and... Right out on your front lawn, with its little head bobbing up and down. What do you think I saw? A robin. No. Well, he troops his dog. He was bearing your morning paper.
2: <laughs> the King's Man, and you don't have to know the language.
3: When you do tired and razzled, dazzled, when the doctor says your nerves are frazzled. Go south, go south, young man, as far as you can. Whenever you need a vacation, Brazil is the place you should be, so you can't understand what they're saying. You can't read a sign that you see, but you don't have to know the language. Sugarloaf Mountain in view. So the words on the menu mean nothing. You can't ask a soul what to do, but you don't have to know the language. With the moon in the sky and the girl in your heart, and the look in her eyes. When she smiles, bit of Brazil, so you can't understand what she's saying. You need an interpreter still, but you don't have to know the language with the moon in the sky and the girl in your arms and the look in your eyes. No, you don't have to know the language if you don't want to
5: you sure a move, Fatso. you sure a move. Come on, quit stalling. I'm not stalling, snare drum. I'm thinking. Oh, yeah? What with? Just because I've got you practically cornered, you start stalling. Who's got who cornered? There. Huh? And there. Ooh. And there. Ooh. King me, pigeon. Oh, <laughs> three men. That was
4: good, doctor.
5: When he plays checkers with me, he's a little over his head, that's all. I feel like Bobby Riggs playing tennis against a fat lady with tight slacks and high heels.
3: <laughs> Go on, move,
5: stupid. Okay, Chowderhead, I'll move here. So I'll move here. And I'll move here. And here. And here. Oh, no, I... you don't. Hmm? You can't move that man backwards. Put it back. Put what man back? That one right there. Okay, but I already took two men. Put them back. Okay, hard loser.
3: <laughs> Just
5: wanted to see if you were on your toes, that's
3: all. <laughs> it's
5: your move.
4: Come in. Oh, it's the old-timer. Hello, Mr. Old-timer.
5: There. will move, McGee. I know it. I'll move here.
4: Hello
1: there, kids. What's the playing? Dominoes? <laughs> Never seen any round dominoes
4: before. Must be a new kind. They're playing checkers, Mr. Oldtimer.
1: Oh, now, don't go pulling my leg, daughter. I've played plenty of checkers back in my FBI days. Your FBI days? I moved. Were you FBI, Mr. Oldtimer? Yep. Farm boy from Indiana. <laughs> Used to sit around the firehouse all day long and play checkers with the firemen. We didn't have no fancy equipment like that I Played it with beer bottle caps Had two teams Budweiser's versus the Paps (laughs) I was so good at it They elected me Paps Grandmaster Two years running
4: That was a good move, Doctor
5: Thanks, I think I got him now Oh, you think so, do you? Well, try this one on for size, smart boy There
1: Hmm. That was before I got restless And set out to see the world, kid I was gone 32 years When I come back I'd seen everything there was to see between Terre Haute and
3: Indianapolis. (laughs) I think I got him now,
5: Molly.
4: What do you think, Doctor?
5: Well, let me consider the situation a minute. Let me see. If I move here, he moves there.
4: Hmm. Never forget one time
1: I was bumming my way on a freight train and got locked into a car full of sheep and goats. No, sooner got out than the cops picked me up, and I got 30 days in the sneezer charged with fragrancy. Ah,
5: uh, that's a bad situation.
1: I'll say it was, doctor. There I was, 40 miles from home.
5: Can't move, eh?
1: Oh, I could move around a little, Johnny, but them jail cells ain't very big, you know. You gotta inhale to turn around.
4: Looks to me like the game is about over.
5: That's the way it looked to
1: me, daughter. Then I happen to remember I had a little bottle of soup with me I'd bought from a bank robber for just such an emergency. I poured it into the lock of the door, made a fuse out of my shirt tail, lit her up and crawled under my cock.
4: Half an hour went by and nothing happened. Nitroglycerin no good?
1: And the fella told me it was soup. I naturally thought it was nitro, too. But it
4: wasn't.
1: I tasted it, and it was just plain soup. Chicken noodle.
4: <laughs> you bet it was an alphabet soup. You might have gotten out after a spell.
3: Uh-huh.
4: <laughs> after a spell? <laughs> Pretty good, kids, but it
1: ain't the way I hear it. <laughs> the way I hear it, one feller says to tell the says,
3: <laughs> he says,
1: you know what's the difference between Lana Turner and a trip to Paris? No, says tell the and who cares? Nobody's listening anyway. So
3: long, <laughs>
5: that? Just
4: went
5: out. The old-timer. Oh, is he here? What do you want? I move here, and here, and here, huh? and here, and that's the game, Jump well. Uh, well, I'll be, and I never saw that one coming, Doc. I was,
3: ooh, oh. What's the
5: matter? Do you find losing that painful? No, I just got a little cramp in my leg, is so all. I'll be okay in a minute. Well, I'm not surprised. You've been sitting at the table like you had sand in your bearings. Get up, stamp around on it. I'll hold the busted card table for you.
3: What? Well, <laughs> no, that's nice. What? You, you knew that carpet? Right, to... Why?
5: Certainly. That table's been falling apart for years.
3: Why? Oh. Well, it's
5: been fun, kid. Oh. Thanks for everything, Molly. Why, oh. you big. Of
3: all the Why,
5: that big. I... How much root beer did he drink?
4: You know, if I were you, dearie, I'd mm. refuse to pay him for those last x rays. Huh? If you're as transparent as all that, they weren't necessary.
3: Yeah. <laughs>
2: in a moment. They <laughs> don't let anyone tell you you can't do two things at once, friends, you can and easily. You can clean your furniture and at the same time polish it with new Johnson's cream wax. Here's how it works. Johnson's cream wax contains highly effective cleaning ingredients that quickly remove all smudges and stains. It leaves a fine film of tough wax that buffs so easily to a shining luster. Not only does cream wax remove fingerprints and smudges, but it also protects furniture from the stains and smudges of tomorrow. After you use Johnson's Cream Wax, a light dusting will keep your furniture bright and glowing. There just isn't any reason why you should let dust-catching oily polish make your lovely things dull and drab. Remember, there's not one single drop of oil in Johnson's Cream Wax. Try it on light-colored woodwork and kitchen equipment, too. It's the modern method of keeping all furniture clean and sparkling. You'll be delighted when you see how Johnson's Cream Wax brings out the beauty of your home.
3: Look on the right side, shine up the right
4: side, bring out the beauty of the
5: home. Ah, boy, it feels good to stand up and stretch a while.
4: I'll bet. Am
5: I ever glad to get up off of that chair? If I'd have sat on it any longer, I'd have grew there.
4: As a matter of fact, you have grown there. Huh? I had to let out your slacks again this afternoon.
5: Yeah, but what that, that... Oh, good night. <laughs> good night,
3: all.
2: This is Johnson's wax products. Great in Wisconsin. Bring you, Phil McGee and Molly, each Tuesday night at this time. Be with us again next week, won't you? Good night.
5: This is NBC, the National Broadcasting Company.
0: This is WMAQ NBC in Chicago.